Hello everyone, welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit For All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss, and we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share, so let's do this. Happy Monday, everybody. Feeling super blessed today. The sun is shining, and sometimes that is all you need to put yourself in a good mood. And today's podcast topic is going to come straight from the messenger pool. So very excited. Uh, The messenger pool is basically what I call my Facebook messenger app because on any given day of the week, I answer about 10 to 15 questions from people who really aren't sure whether or not their health issues are in fact hormonal. I can safely say of everyone that messages me specifically, roughly about 60% of the people that I speak to actually seem to have a hormonal condition. And the rest are people who might struggle with nutrition and lifestyle-based challenges that result in their symptoms and in their weight gain. Honestly, I'm totally fine with that. As a coach, not everyone I work with has a severe hormonal condition, but there's always people wanting to be the most optimal version of themselves. So really anything that I can do to help them on their journey, you bet your ass I will. So back to the messenger pool. The question of medications comes up a lot in hormones. What does my medication do? Is my medication affecting my hormones? What medication do I stay away from? Can I be medication free? What about hormone replacement? The questions around what you put in your body can really be endless, but certain medications do have negative effects on hormones. Now, before going into what you need to watch, quick disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a naturopath. So please, you got to consult your doctor before swapping out your medications or before choosing to abandon them. Chances are your doctors and practitioners have put you on that medication for a reason, So for the most part, they understand their side effects and have determined that taking the medication was the best for you at that time. So please don't go changing anything unless you speak to the right medical professional. Disclaimer over. So back to reality of all the questions around hormones, they really come down to three hormone medication topics. There's birth control, thyroid medication, and hormone replacement therapy. Why these three? Well, for one, all of the medications surrounding these three will most likely come into contact with you at least once in your life. Birth control, for example, is used for a wide variety of reasons. So you don't have to be controlling your periods, trying not to have a baby to be prescribed it. The same thing really can be said for thyroid medication. For example, the very popular levothyroxine can be prescribed for anything from thyroid cancer to, in cases, people who struggle with weight loss. Now, as for hormone replacement, you can replace pretty much any hormone for any host of reasons. People replace estrogen sometimes after they've gone through menopause. Some men replace testosterone after their levels drop due to age. And some people replace thyroid hormone due to surgeries. So there's a lot of variety that goes on there. This means that statistically speaking, you can expect to encounter at least one of these possible cases in which you could be scribed prescribed any one of these three medications. I find that pretty scary. Now, I remember the first time that I was prescribed a thyroid medication, 
I wasn't on it long though. I'd say maybe six months. They actually thought at one time that my chronic fatigue was due to low thyroid. So my doctor put me on a thyroid medication meant to speed it up, but it actually made me feel worse. And that's when they realized that my low thyroid was actually a symptom of another hormone issue and that it was not the cause of my problem. I remember when I took it, I felt very weak and I had to spend a lot of time sleeping on the couch after work. Uh, It was freaking brutal for me as I already had extremely low energy and I definitely wasn't a fan. This leads me to the second issue that these medication groups have in common, all three of these. They have a high misdiagnose rate for these types of medications. And when you understand the medication system, I mean, the medical system, might as well be called that though, you'll understand. This is how the system goes. Your general practitioner, which is what GP stands for, has been taught to prescribe as a form of treatment or to refer to someone else who specializes in an area for them to diagnose. Not every treatment is foolproof off the bat, just like when a nutritionist has to keep changing your food before you start seeing changes in your body. Sometimes people don't respond to certain medications, but also sometimes people downplay or upplay their symptoms to the point where the doctor makes a wrong call. This is what leads to the possibility to being prescribed a medication that either one might not be for your condition or two, that may be significantly stronger than what you actually need. Final issue though, is what everyone is ultimately afraid of or at the mercy of currently, and that is the side effects. There is not a single medication on the planet that doesn't have some type of side effect to you and your body. While not all side effects are as severe as others, it is still something that both you and the practitioner you're working with have to go through to make sure that the benefits of a medication outweigh its side effect. The reason why side effects exist in medications, like for example, birth control, thyroid support, or replacement therapy, is because they are designed to alter the production or to stop the production of a process in your body. Whenever you change the way your body works, there is always going to be side effects due to the way the body has to compensate. So let's get into those medications now. Take birth control. Birth control has a bucket ton of uses for women, anything from weight management to period management. But the main use of birth control is that the hormones in the pill safely stop ovulation. No ovulation means a woman's eggs don't leave the body to make baby people. It does this in really two ways. It acts as a dam to hold back the amount of estrogen needed, or it signals the brain to not create estrogen at all, which stops the process too. I'm sure by hearing those two issues, you see the same potential problems that I do. Putting up a dam for your hormones, it only means that the hormones still rage and rage on the other side of that dam, which has the possibility of leading to sky-high estrogen that the body can't get access to. Also, if you turn off the hormones entirely, you run the risk of not being able to turn them back on, which leads to no estrogen in the body at all. It's not good to have too high or too low of any hormone, but in the case of estrogen, high means having excess amount of fat storage with a slow metabolism, and low means a crappy sex drive with a ton of PMS issues like moodiness, hot flashes, and a great deal of what I call monster pause. That is because estrogen is your fat regulation hormone and is also responsible for energy management and energy usage. If you end up creating more estrogen than you use, you gain weight. And if you end up never having enough because your body doesn't make any, then you slow your metabolism down. 
people aren't told this. And I remember a client of mine who was on birth control for more than 16 years and was still on it, even though she was past the point of having children. She came to me and she was super frustrated because even though she worked out three times a week and she weighed her food, she was still gaining two to three pounds every two months or so. Her weight over the span of 10 years went up close to 40 pounds. So she comes to me and she's obsessed with the scale at that point and she's paranoid of gaining more weight. She's like, Andrew, I can't, I can't gain any more weight. So I had asked her to go to the doctor and ask why she was still on the medication prior to us implementing any changes with her food. They ran blood work for her and they determined that she didn't need it, the, the medication anymore. So within four weeks, she dropped eight pounds and we didn't even change anything yet. We did no adjustment whatsoever. So still the same three days of workouts, still the same food. All I did was help her recover from the estrogen high that she lived with all of her life. It really was clockwork and she couldn't believe that no one had talked to her about the medication. Now, when speaking to your friends and family, you're going to find that not everyone experiences these symptoms and issues with medication, at least not immediately. And it really depends on the dosage, on the length of time that they've been on the medication, and of course, their lifestyle, what they're doing, what they're putting into their body. Now, some people are born with better hormone panels, and some people who strength train and eat healthy have even better panels. But what I can say is this, be on something for long enough, any type of medication, it will affect you. Let's talk thyroid medication now. Again, there's a ton of uses. You can take meds to help an underactive thyroid, being one that doesn't produce the hormones needed. You can take it for an overactive thyroid, being one that produces way more hormone than needed, or you can take it to replace your thyroid hormone, period. For if you have a specific condition like uh, Hashimoto's, Cushing's, cancer, or maybe a goiter that's forced the removal of a piece of your thyroid. Thyroid medication can be used as all of those, ton of uses. But the main issues I come across are lately, they're an underactive and an overactive thyroid. They call these two hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism. Too fast and too slow, literally. When taking thyroid medication, the idea is to take the medication that is opposite to what your condition is. Meaning if your thyroid is fast, we want to slow it down. Or if the thyroid is slow, you want to speed it up. What happens when the thyroid runs slow is you run cold, meaning your metabolism is low. You have poor temperature, you have cold limbs, you have poor energy expenditure, meaning you don't burn the calories like you should. Digestion slows down too, which makes you constipated and it makes you gain weight. Now what happens when the thyroid runs too hot is your metabolism is on overdrive. Excess calorie burn, weight loss, muscle loss, too fast digestion, resulting in undigested nutrients. Both are not good, but of the two, it's mainly the slow metabolism that people suffer with these days. This is normally due to lifestyle and environment factors like eating a lot of hormone stuff. So for this, people are normally prescribed a medication called levothyroxine. This is a generic off-brand, cheap of the cheap, easy to make, easy to take med in which its goal is to replace thyroid hormone that is missing. That's it. Most thyroid medications only replace what is missing. They don't help you build back or help you improve your ability to actually create more thyroid hormone, 
which drives me off the freaking wall. This is how the endless medication cycle happens. When you replace instead of repair, that becomes a slippery slope that makes it easy for your body to become super dependent on replacement instead of making the hormone itself. That is the most important thing that I look for personally. Any client needs to be hormonally self-sufficient. So what we typically end up doing at FitFrol is we end up building out a micronutrient balance with their food to aid in the creation of those lacking hormones. So you're actually fixing the real issue and not just replacing the hormones that aren't being made. So there's unfortunately a ton of side effects with this one for levothyroxine. And it, and it comes with a lovely remark to uh, tell your doctor if any of these symptoms are severe, do not go away. Or some side effects can be serious. Uh, contact the doctor if you result in important death, whatever. It's insane. It's literally nuts when you read this. When you hear it in a commercial, you're, you're like, what on earth is this? But people take this. But there, here are the common side effects for this. So there's weight gain or weight loss, headache, vomiting, diarrhea, changes in appetite and metabolism, fever, changes in menstrual cycle, holy cow, changes in menstrual cycle, sensitivity to heat, hair loss, joint pain, leg cramps, shortness of breath, constant weaving, possible hives, itching, rash, flushing, stomach pain, nausea, swelling of hands, ankle, or lower legs. So as you can see, there's a ton of possible side effects on this one. And the side effects on thyroid medication all have to do with someone's metabolism. That is because the thyroid is responsible for stress management and metabolic condition, or what we call the speed of your metabolism. So it is responsible for managing the thyroid in all functions. So when we look at all of these side effects, it's the result of either someone's thyroid becoming too fast or someone's thyroid becoming too slow. So here is a fine example of this. When we look at vomiting, diarrhea, fever, that is all basically incredibly fast, 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 fast metabolism. When we look at weight gain, um, hair loss, and we look at um, swelling of hands and feet, that is basically slow metabolism where you're keeping all of that in. So those are the two different from a thyroid perspective that you can expect with possible medication. Now, the last type of medication is hormone replacement. You can replace basically every single hormone within the body for any variety of reasons. But normally, doctors or practitioners, they're only going to prescribe replacement therapy if it is determined that your body is not capable of making that hormone. So cases of this would be, let's say you have a cancer and you have to take something out. Your body doesn't make that certain hormone anymore. You need replacement therapy. Or let's say a lot of athletes, for example, or actually a lot of mothers for some reason have crazy falls where they strike the front of their head, the pituitary gland, and they don't make certain hormones anymore. That needs replacement. There's nothing that can be done. You've got to replace it. Now, how the medication replaces the hormone, however, is what can be different. So people who are taking hormone replacement can take it of various different ways and they, and it's done for various different reasons. The first is tablet. Tablet is essentially you are taking it orally. So a tablet has to be digested and liquefied into the stomach and then gets dispersed in a specific place. So normally if people are taking hormone replacement therapy in the form of something estrogen wise, estrogen digests well in the stomach and estrogen sits in the stomach. So it would be like a tablet form. Now you also have oral gel. So you would apply an oral gel for something that you want to give someone a hormone daily. So for example, um, 
you would basically either put it underneath your tongue or the top of the mouth. And then over the course of the day, you would absorb those hormones. And the idea of oral gel is basically you want to mimic the hormones cycle. So if your hormone gets excreted daily, you want to take it daily. If it gets excreted hourly, you want to take it hourly. And that might be the best place to do it. Uh, the third one is injection. So the majority of replacement hormones are the most effective in injection form. The problem with injection is it doesn't mimic a natural cycle. So if I were to take an injection of a hormone twice a week, but my hormones are being made every single day, that means there's three days where the body has a high to low, which you have a chance of having more, more symptoms. There's skin patches. So you can actually apply a hormone replacement via a skin patch, put it on your body. Normally it's on the shoulder, the thigh, the glute, uh, somewhere where you're not going to rub and pass your, your chemicals on somebody else. Nothing worse than that. Like grandma, give me a hug. All of a sudden she's got, getting a fluctuation of hormones or something. So you put it in and out of, uh, out of reach place. Normally it's the shoulder. And with the skin patch, it's something that absorbs slowly over the span of a four to six hour window. So you put the, the patch on, you might do it once or twice a day, and then it slowly excretes the hormones as it goes out. And the last option is essentially implants. So some people actually have to get a, an implant, which is basically like a tablet under the skin in which over the span of a month, it's a gradual slow release. And then people have to go two to three times a year to get these implements in. So the side effects of these, they're going to vary for each type of hormone you replace and for each delivery method too. So for example, talking the injection, the side effects of injections tend to come in injection cycles. So two, uh, so one week to two week cycles, because you would inject once a week, and then the hormone would severely decline over the span of the week before you hit your next injection. So the side effects on these can, can vary very huge. Okay. But the way that the side effects occur, they pretty much remain the same from thyroid medication. So too high of a hormone, you experience this. Too low of a hormone, you experience this. Meaning more replacement means that your body makes less, meaning you need more medication, which means it's going to require you to take more medication. That is basically the vicious cycle of medication taking more to ignore, ignore what caused the hormones to stop creating or what caused the hormones to slow creation in the first place. And those ladies and gents are the main three and the issues that you need to be looking out for. The good news is though, is that you can better your hormone panel and repair the side effects that these medications have given you. All you need is a hormone reboot. And that's the process that I call that we use in which we use micronutrients and have you eat the right for your body type and your hormone panel. There are currently spots available for our program and it only takes roughly 12 to 14 weeks to actually balance out your hormones in entirety. It's different for everybody, so we always hop on a consult first, and then, of course, we iron out that time frame. So we take care of issues like weight gain, metabolism slowdown, thyroid changes. We deal with all of that. Now, if you're ready to make a change or you want to receive help for your hormones, you can go to our website here at www.fit4allfitness.com. Dot com. So fitforallfitness.com and check out the program section to apply for the reboot program. 
Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site. We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Tea and Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Um, or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, it'll say Fit for All beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.